Hello, I'm Michelle Kramer Fitzgerald of Arts and Media and your host for today's show. My guest is Nataki Oliver, owner and gallerist of The Sold Firm here in Wilmington, Delaware. And with her is local artist Seven God, who has recently collaborated with The Sold Firm on a visual art and short film exhibition. Welcome to Delaware State of the Arts, both of you. Thank you for having me, Michelle. Sure. So I want to talk a little bit about um, the sold firm. So you founded the the gallery in 2019. Can you tell us a little bit about your vision for the gallery and and how why you started it and anything else you want to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So the idea was for me to use the skills and the training and the knowledge that I have gained throughout the years, just just organically, paired with my education at FIT in New York and living in New York, to bring that energy and the experiences to Delaware, particularly Wilmington, because we're not known for having any type of art community at all. And so when I um, when I started on this journey, Seven was the first artist that we collaborated with, that I collaborated with. And we went on a, the, the, it was the, the beginnings of his art career. And it was also the beginnings of me actually opening this space initially there was not a space initially but it was online and um a little bit less informal more informal it was left definitely more informal and what i noticed is that speaking to seven and other artists and me also discussing situations that artists were having issues it was that they were not able to get their foot in the door mm-hmm. in spaces mm-hmm. they didn't um they didn't have some of the education and experiences that would get him and get them into those spaces. And so I seen it was a void. Mm -hmm. It was a void and it was an opportunity for me to fill that void. And that is how the soul firm came about. Um, Looking at the artists here, we have some, some very, very talented artists who tend to be overlooked and it could be, you know, their own insecurities. They just want, or they just want to just create, or they didn't even know how, they didn't even realize how talented they were. So looking at the different genres and the different um, levels of where they are in their in their career, it was very important for me to not only just be an art dealer, but also have a space that would allow them to come in, do all the work that they needed to do to get into the gallery, um, but also know that there's a space that they can come and present their artwork in a professional atmosphere. It will be received well. We will go through the process of making it look beautiful, mm-hmm. look as um, inspiring, gut-wrenching, whatever they're trying to convey. The idea was to allow them to be themselves and you didn't have to feel like you're pushed out of the doors. So that is that's how the Soul Firm came about. So you're truly a resource for artists. You're giving them a a, a foot in the door, but you're also giving them the tools to uh, properly set a show, to properly promote a show, to, you know, reach out to the community. So it's really, it's more than a gallery then, right? I mean, you're- It is, it it absolutely is, it is. And it's because, you know, um, if I was, if I was in a a space, say New York Mm -hmm. or Miami or LA, there wouldn't be a need to be as resourceful as I am. It would be already set. Mm-hmm. There would be resources out there and there wouldn't be no need for me to 
to educate my community the way I have had to. But as I opened the gallery and move, you know, move forward with the gallery, I, I've known that it's just not youth who are who need help understanding and appreciating art. It's it's adults as well. Mm-hmm. So it has then become a double layer type of situation: a gallery, a resource, a community space in some aspects of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've also been able to because my my space is um I don't call it small, I call it intimate. I like that much better. Um, <laughs> it's an intimate space. And, you know, living in New York, you realize, like, you don't need a lot of space to get things done. So with the space that I have, when I cannot do things, I then have other avenues in the community that I can reach out to. And they've been very helpful in order to allow me to be creative in larger spaces or outdoor spaces to still get the point across and make it um, creative and beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about your community events, because you recently um, hosted what you call the SoCo Art Markets. You've had block parties. You've had activities for kids. You have activities for adults. Let's talk about your commitment to the community itself and being part of the creative district. I know that is super important, but talk about why you wanted to do that and, and how you think it's being received. And, you know, what do you think about that? So in uh, 2019 is actually when I started the SoCo mm-hmm. and it's, um, it's and what does SoCo mean? I'm sorry, what does that mean? So it's, it's, uh, the acronym is, um, partially the soul firm. So, so mm-hmm. SO and CO was collective. So gotcha. put those two together and we got SoCo. Excellent. And, um, it was actually something that I started at DECO. Started DECO in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, DECO allowed the opening of it. We had collaborated with um, having artists come there and do small presentations. And so they were very interested in bringing arts there into the space. So that's how we kind of started. And then it was, okay, there's a lot of artists who um, they would like to sell their their artwork or their um, creative ideas, their products in a space. Can we do this? That was that was that was an option given. Once that happened, it was it was then given, okay, Nataki, we have another space. We have the Constitution or the Riverfront. So it ended up being like a like a, a thing that like kind of organically manifested in 2019. So I always wanted to do something where it was, you know, we have um all these type of festivals, but there's really no art festival. Mm-hmm. Well, we do, but a art festival that has more geared towards the urban community. Mm-hmm where you mix in music and those type of things in an urban space. Mm-hmm. And we were, were planning to, we were planning to do it in 2020, 2020, but it didn't happen. So moving forward in 2021, we had to do smaller ones in smaller pockets because of the environment that we live in right now. So in Italy, it was three, May, there was a June one, and then the one in September, which we just had. So the first two were smaller in the Rock Lot, which is in the Creative District, uh, ran by the Wilmington Alliance. And me being me, I was like, this is not big enough. <laughs> it's just not big enough. <laughs> so the last one that we had last weekend, that that was me encompassing everything that we had done in the last couple um, art markets and make it SoCo Art Day. So that was the youth space at the Rock Lot in the morning. We had the um, the block party, which was 
everybody. Mm-hmm. And then sevens exhibit within the gallery as well. So it just became a whole day. It just became a whole day. And um, the idea is to make this even bigger. I'll in, in, in between that, I've been working with Gable Ventures and Downtown Vision to have happy hours on Thursdays. So it's it's the curbside happy hours mm-hmm. that I'm having on Thursdays as well. And it also is a way for the community to come in to the to the gallery who've never been in the, you know in the gallery. The doors are open, the, the block is open, people are allowed to come on Tatman Street, but people usually don't mingle on Tatman Street. So it is bringing people into our community, which is the creative district, Tatman Street, which people tend to not come to, and also being open to walking into a gallery and just seeing art, living art, being around artists in a in a in a beautiful space that's great I love that idea of bringing the art out into the community which is awesome and I'm assuming the community has really responded to it everybody's doing you know oh yeah it's it's been like when are you doing more that's great (laughs) doing more we have two more coming so two more to end up you know in the year out so people are really receiving it well I'm I'm really proud of my city the way they are accepting art and actually going out into to other spaces and other cities and real recognizing that it just doesn't have to be in bigger places it can we can do it right here so I'm really proud that's great that's awesome so seven god tell me a little bit about what your vision is as an artist why you wanted to be part of the sold firm give us a little background on on you back here for blood so when I first hockey, um, the song for the soul firm wasn't created. It was just, um, at the time I was dealing with a real bad mental illness. And before the soul firm, it was a artist Ave, and, um, mm-hmm. I was going through a lot. And Taki has always been there for me. She has always been a best friend of mine. She has always been a man. She has always been somebody that poured into me. So I called her one day. I was like, listen, um, I was like, what's up? Cause. I think that'd be good for you. And I said, why do you think that? Because you're always changing things up. You're always switching stuff around. I think this would be a place where you can really, you know, uh, express your freedom. Express and yourself. for me, yeah, for me, um, I didn't, I, I don't know nothing about art. I didn't, I didn't want to do art. Um, art found me. Art saved my life. So through my therapy, I started doing art and I fell in love with it. And um, I asked Nataki to be my art dealer. And then when we had, when I had my first show, she came in as the soul firm and the soul firm and seven God was created and birthed together. That's great. And throughout the, and throughout the years, we have always, we have always kept in touch. We have always done things together. Like it hasn't stopped. Um, it's been it's been a beautiful thing for her to watch me grow, but also for me to watch her grow and actually see her build something from the ground up. Like I was in the gym with her, passed her the ball, shot <laughs> like I was there, you know. That's so great. That's such a great it's a, it's a great collaboration, and it's nice to know that family can create together and grow together. Yes. That's yeah, great. Yeah. So before yeah, I, before always, I continue, always, before I first, before I let you go, I gotta I gotta take a minute to remind our listeners that they are tuned into News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts. And today I am talking with Nataki Oliver, the owner and gallerist of the Sold Firm, and one of her featured artists, Seven God. So Seven, go ahead, tell me a little bit more. So your second question you asked me um, was. 
something about my art. What was it again? You asked me oh, one more question. What was, what's your vision for your art? How do you create? What's your inspiration? What do you, you know? So, so first art for me was just therapy. It was a way for me to um, work out the things I was dealing with. Um, mm-hmm. In 2014, I was diagnosed schizophrenic bipolar. And I didn't know how to communicate that. Um, being a young black kid from where I come from, my mom and my family didn't know how to deal with that. Um, even in the sense Nataki, she didn't know how to deal with it, but she dealt with it from her own perspective. And she was very, very hands-on and very, very um, welcoming when it came to just helping me go to sleep. I, I couldn't sleep at times. I couldn't talk. And because me and Nataki speak in different languages, she knew like she was, she would say something like, are we eating elephants today? Are you okay? Are you sleeping, right, She, You drink some water today? Like, she would always, like, ask me questions to make sure that, um, we call it check-in. Like, she would check in on me all the time. Um, even when I couldn't sleep in my house, I had a brand new apartment. I couldn't go to sleep. I had to, I, I think at the time I was doing mood swings, and I had to sleep in a gallery around all my art. Like, if you look in my house, I, I, I got to surround myself with with my art and um it was it was therapeutic in the beginning for me um and as I got d- deeper into my art I got I fell in love with art itself it became um wellness and healing for me so my mission and my goal is to spread love energy and and, and wellness and, and and healing through my art you know because it's one thing to paint pictures it's another thing to actually help people to evolve their vision to inspire them to have a sense of healing in their home so I really believe um that when people you know take a piece of my art and they, they purchase it um that they're getting something beyond this existence if you ask me that's how I categorize what I do um if you ever seen my work I do a real intricate uh language that I call my frequency language it's my divine language it's spoken with myself and God, and it's it's very energetic. So people who ever whoever owns a piece of mine, when they put it in their home, it's it's a conversation. It's it's things that they wouldn't even think. It's it's challenging your your perspective, you know. So yeah. So you are really you're walking the walk of art is transformative. Art is healing. Art is you're you're really living that whole yes. experience. Yeah, I mean, I am in. If you ever have seen me out. Um, from my copper crowns that I wear to, you know, my crystal jewelry to um, how I present myself. Everything is an embodiment of the divine, an embodiment of my spirit, an embodiment of expression. And art to me is the closest thing to God. And not just visual art. I mean, all mediums from fashion to media to um cooking I mean anything you can think of is a reflection of the divine if you ask me any creative outlet, yes any yes creative absolutely expression. that's a yes, great way to absolutely. look at it, it yeah, absolutely so yep. as an artist and as a person in the creative world mm-hmm. what would you say to young emerging up-and-coming artists of color what would you tell them or what advice would you give them knowing what uh, you know now the, the first thing I would tell them is um, before picking up a brush, um, have a sense of self, have a sense of awareness of who you are, um, and don't change that, you know, find who you are, and even if you're not finding who you are, create, 
because I often tell my students, it's not about finding anything. It's about creating who you want to be. So that's that would be my first advice, like create who you want to be. Um, the second thing it would be is stay true. Don't compromise your vision for no money, um, for no gallery, for anyone. Stay true to who you are because integrity and character sells more than anything. Um, the third thing I would tell them is find a tribe. And if you don't find a tribe, attract one. You know, for me, I, I really believe in law of attraction. So for me, it's all about standing still and being able for things that I want to gravitate towards me, not chasing anything in any one. It, it'll come to me. And if it's for me, it's for me. And if it's not for me, it's not for me. So um, because I, I found that within the within a community, we thrive, you know, being a part of a collective, being a part of a tribe, being a part of a, a gallery, um, having representation, it makes you feel good like you're a person bigger than yourself um the fourth thing i would tell them is to find a purpose you know it's one thing to paint to be yourself to be super creative but if it don't mean nothing then it has no legacy it has no no depth no substance so really find your purpose and when you find your purpose make sure that purpose um is throughout your work you know always throughout what you're doing like for me I'm always consistent with God you know one thing about my name seven God my work I'm always consistent if you don't know anything about one thing about me you know that yo I'm gonna always find an element of God within his work you know so make sure that purpose and that integrity is always in your work um and the last thing is have fun enjoy the journey you know um God forbid any anyone passes away or you know um you die you want to enjoy the process of what and who you are becoming on this planet. So yeah, that would be my five advice to, you know, emerging artists for color. Um, and, and anything else as far as, you know, money, fame, it'll come. Once you follow them, follow them five rules, the other things will come because a lot of other things be fluff to me. And what I mean fluff, I mean like having money, having accolades and having awards means nothing if you don't have a legacy um, that people can look back on and say, wow, he actually changed the fabric of our reality. You know, so for me, I am intentionally changing the fabric of the reality. I'm changing how it looks to be um, a black man with a mental illness, how it looks to be a spiritual man of color, um, walking and talking and uh, breathing uh, energy and, and, and spirituality. So I'm changing those things through my art through my presence, uh, through my healing work, through my conversation. So all them things I, I don't even believe. I know I'm changing and turning people's heads when I walk into a room. So, yeah. That's, that is the most inspirational information I've heard in such a long time. <laughs> really excellent, excellent pieces of advice and, and wisdom. You. And I appreciate that. Thank you. I really I really will take that in. I love that. I, I always, I always tell my followers, uh, a big energy. Yay! Uh, <laughs> you are quite an inspiring being. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate so you. that. <laughs> Nataki. So I want to just kind of wrap up and talk a little bit more about what's next for the sold firm. What are your goals going forward? What do you have uh, coming up? What do you want people to know and how, how can, the people that are in the art scene in Delaware, how can they support your mission? How can they support you and your artists? How can we do that? Okay, so let this 
Okay. It was a noise. So for the rest of the year, we only have a couple more months in 2021. And so far I have hit every goal that I wanted to hit so far with opening, opening my space to Sakana with this exhibit, having the community come and enjoy the art space and what art looks around looks like around in the city of Wilmington. Bringing Seven back to the gallery for his short film and installation. The rest of the year is will be smaller events that will not be happening inside of the gallery for me. Mm-hmm. I am um, preparing for Dinner in Blanc, mm-hmm. which is in a couple of weeks, which is in another week. And then there will be space, there will be time that artists will be able to have pop-ups for the rest of the year for 2021. 2022, there are two exhibits that are happening where I am currently working with the artist, a young artist who is autistic. Mm-hmm. And he will be, um, I have him and I have an artist actually coaching him and molding him and using using his gifts to to be able to share them with the world. Okay. And then there's another artist who we're going to be using some technology next year mm-hmm. and within the gallery to um, to display and exhibit his work. There are some other goals and things that I'm working on that I won't share right now. Okay. However, those are <laughs> the biggest things that I am working on moving forward. Um, what I... Oh, sorry. I'm going to say, we actually have run out of time and I wish I had more time because I would love to talk to you both for an hour again. (laughs) Um, But I want to remind people, so people that um, want to look up more about the gallery can find you at thesoldfirm.com. You're on Facebook, you're on Instagram. Um, And I apologize for cutting you off, but I want to let you know we've come to the end of our time, but I want to thank Nataki Oliver the owner and gallerist of The Sold Firm and her featured artist, Seven God, who is an inspiring being. Thank you both so much for being here. And I look forward to seeing you all again soon. Thank yes, you, Michelle. Thank you. Have a great day.